0: Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from Matthew, chapter 8, verses 18 to 27. Now when Jesus saw great crowds around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. A scribe then approached and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of his disciples said to him, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. A gale arose on the lake, so great that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was asleep. And they went and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, you of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a dead calm. They were amazed, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? The word of the Lord. I sometimes find myself wondering if Jesus had bad days. Were there days when the rooster crowed and he rolled over and went right back to bed? When his mom called up to him and he pulled the covers over his head? Were there days when the disciples came knocking at his door and he said, I cannot come out and minister today? I am just not up to it. I was thinking about this because in today's gospel reading, it appears that Jesus might be having a bad day. One man tells Jesus that he will follow him anywhere. Now, we have every reason to think that this will make Jesus happy. He spends the early part of his ministry calling folks to follow him, and his disciples are made up of men who have responded to this call. But here, instead of welcoming this new follower in the inclusive way we've come to expect, Jesus seems almost to discourage the offer, saying foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Another man, having decided to follow Jesus, says, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But clearly, Jesus has no family leave or bereavement policy because he replies a little testily, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. These not-so-kind responses from our usually even-keeled Jesus makes me wonder what might be eating him. These men who are responding to Jesus' call are pondering giving up their old lives for a risky new one. It is scary and sacrificial, and they rightly expect Jesus' support and enthusiasm when they choose to do so. But Jesus carries an even heavier burden. Unlike those choosing to follow him, he knows that all his teaching and preaching and healing culminate in Jerusalem. He knows that is where he will be persecuted and where he will die. He feels the weight and challenge, and perhaps even a little despair at what awaits him. And sometimes this comes out in his encounters with those who just don't understand the heaviness and the cost and the seriousness of what he's facing. When I was pondering Jesus' reaction to these encounters, I thought of our current situation with the COVID-19 pandemic. We have experienced a lot of change in our routine and lives over the last two months. It has been quite a journey. Some of us never got the opportunity to say our goodbyes or wrap up our loose ends before we started this trip. Some of us went from seeing our grandkids daily, hugging them and playing with them, to catching a few minutes with them on FaceTime or Zoom. Some of us Went from the satisfaction and sense of accomplishment of working long days and weeks to being laid off or furloughed with nowhere to go. Some of us went from working in an office among adult colleagues to a crash course and becoming our children's teacher. Some of us went from regular visits with loved ones to no visits at all because it was deemed too dangerous to enter their facility or hospital. We, We're not given time to plan or prepare. We've had to change the course of our days and weeks and lives now. We haven't had the luxury of saying, after I handle this, or as soon as I finish that. We weren't given a choice. We've had to cancel plans and adjust expectations and live into the uncertainty. In all of Jesus' responses today, what he really seems to be saying is, don't you understand what this feels like for me? How scared I am? How hard this is? What he's saying is, don't try and get everything wrapped up and squared away first. I need you to be with me now. I need you to walk with me to Jerusalem. We are being invited to walk this journey now, without warning, without planning, and without knowing what our experience in Jerusalem will be. We are invited to come as we are. Our willingness and our commitment to do so is the response that Jesus is hoping for. And more than this, when we step out on this journey, Jesus accompanies us. He is a great companion for the journey because He's been there before, and He knows the way. He will sustain us in our hope, and He will carry us in our pain, for we never leave His saving embrace. Amen. And now let us say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life, and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.